0: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: Well, still as many as 5 million votes yet to be cast in the Postal Plebiscite Survey. Just a couple of weeks to go to get ballots in. Alex Sidhu is the Coalition for Marriage spokesman today and Alex is joining us. Hello Alex, welcome along to 2020. 2020.
0: G'day Neil, pleasure to be with
1: you. Alex, talking to you today from Tasmania, where you wear a hat as private secretary to the Hobart Archbishop Julian Porteous. Of course, he was embroiled in all sorts of controversy over the issues to do with marriage and the distribution of a booklet into Tasmanian schools. Uh, You really are at the centre of what's going on, aren't you?
0: Look, we are very much so, and uh, it's an example of the consequences of you know what will happen if the law is changed. Uh, the fact that he was cited by the anti-discrimination commissioner um, for simply as a Catholic, as a Christian leader, a Catholic Archbishop, um, promoting Christian teaching uh, to parents in Christian schools, uh, that he could be cited as possibly being uh, you know in, in contravention of the Act uh, was extraordinary, um, and the law hadn't changed uh, at this point, obviously. Um, when the complaint was made. Um, So, you know, if the law was to change, you can imagine the kind of... uh, Uh, things activists would get up to in in putting forth these types of complaints.
1: Well, this is the key understanding, isn't it, that if these things can happen while the law is that marriage is between one man and one woman, uh, there's an awful lot at stake because lots will be lost and the sort of experience that you've gone through alongside the Archbishop, uh, those things are likely to happen in a very intense way if the law does change.
0: Look, this is the big problem and, and, and people don't really seem to have um, understood this um, uh, in terms of the consequences that um, these types of attempts to silence Christians are already happening. Um, uh, they haven't been perhaps as successful as they might might be in the future because the law still supports our position. But you can rest assured um, that if the law changes, they will be right back at it in trying to silence Christians. And in fact, we've got another case down here with... the. Uh, Reverend Campbell Markham, who has also been cited recently um, as possibly being in breach of the Anti-Discrimination Act, simply for um, promoting Christian teaching, Christian scripture on his blog site, um, and that's another very worrying development. Um, so people need to understand that this is already happening now, and if the law is changed, you can you can really see that these types of complaints will be upheld, and and Christians will be silenced. Uh, through legal means,
1: so you're encouraging people to vote no on their ballot form, and really we're getting down to the wire, aren't we, because even the Australian Bureau of Statistics is saying that all of those votes need to be posted by at least this Friday. Really, there's only a couple of weeks to get those votes in and still five million or so outstanding.
0: Well, definitely, and, and it, the, the Coalition for Marriage has really tried to show um, a range of uh, communities across Australia, including the Christian community, that the consequences will be severe and significant. So we're really encouraging the Christians to, um, to think through the issues, um, and, and when they do, there really is only one answer, and that's to vote no. There's just so many issues here, from loss of parental rights to loss of freedom of speech, um, and, and you're right. There's a limited time now. We've really got to the end of the week. Effectively, the ABS has said to ensure that ballots return to their um, their headquarters, so to speak, um, by the the cut-off date. They need to be posted by Friday, and we'll be encouraging everyone out there who's not yet voted um, to to do so. Um, and and really to be a no vote if if they're worried, um, as we're suggesting, about rights of freedom. Um, a parental rights, rights of religious freedom in particular, um, that they really do vote no and um, and get that ballot back in as soon as possible.
1: Alex, people who've been watching television or on their social media, they've been monitoring the way that the no campaign ads. Have been featuring, uh, whether on TV or as uh, you can see them online. But uh, the latest one, one of the latest Coalition for Marriage's uh, Safe Schools ads, has been deemed too rude. Do you know the details behind all of that?
0: Yes, look, it is. Um, it's an interesting, interesting development because um, the, the the free TV um, classification that's been given actually shows how inappropriate these these programs, these safe schools materials. Um, uh, they've given a, an MA rating as I understand it um, and, and fair enough too our bond is not at all with the regulator because in fact this material is inappropriate for young children um, and yet it is actually being presented to children um, as young as year, you know 11 and 12 in year 7 upward in, in schools throughout Australia um, so really this confirms um, what we believe is that is that this material should be going to young, young children. Um, and, and, and furthermore, that if the law is changed, this will be a consequence. We've seen it happen overseas. Um, Steve Talukas in, in Canada, Canadian parent, parent in, in Ontario, has had um, his children um, being prevented from removing them from these types of radical um, sex education programs in school over there. Uh, a judge refused to allow him to take his children out. He's a Christian and didn't want his children to be exposed to this material, um, and that's now being imposed on him. So this is deeply concerning, um, but what the regulator has said in saying that these ads should be classified as MA just confirms our our position that that this material is completely inappropriate uh, for young children.
1: Alex, what are your thoughts on the way the polling has been presenting because it would appear that towards the latter stages of the campaign, uh, while the no case might be clawing back a little bit of ground, it looks as though, if you look at the polls, uh, that there's going to be a sweeping yes victory in this whole issue. I note that uh, there are those like Corey Bernardi, the Australian Conservatives' leader, who won't concede defeat and he says that political correctness is forcing people to hide how they voted. Uh, Do you have a general perception about the the way that people are casting their votes and then whether they're being honest when they say to people afterwards what they voted?
0: Look, I understand completely what Corey's saying because there's been such uh, vehemence um, uh, from the other side uh, and abuse um, uh, uh, expressed towards those who just dare to even um, talk about voting no. Uh, I can understand completely why why those who have voted no would not want to share that uh, with pollsters or even with their friends and family. Um, again, we've seen one of those consequences. We've talked about that kind of vitriol and abuses that, that's been directed towards people just expressing uh, a no position. So, look, I think Corey could be onto something here. Obviously, uh, we're doing all we can from the Coalition for Marriage to ensure that people understand the consequences and, and, and will vote no um, and, and, you know... We believe that this is going to be very, very tight. Um, so uh, we've encouraged people not feel does not feel dispirited that, that this is somehow a fait accompli. In fact, every vote counts, um, and it's fundamentally important that people, if they haven't voted, get out there and vote. Um, you know, and and I think we'll see just how close it will be when the results are released.
1: Well, of course, you've got the Prime Minister and the opposition leader both on the yes side of the campaign. And that clearly gives a boost to the way that general populace in Australia might see as credibility. Well, if both leaders are supporting this, well, the Prime Minister is saying that same-sex marriage is going to be legalised by Christmas. He's saying it can be done and dusted before the school holidays in December. That's... That's uh, sounding very, very fast. It sounds like it's too quick to make those sorts of decisions. What are your thoughts, Alex?
0: Yeah, look, I think this is a very complex issue um, in terms of legislation. Um, uh, and I think that time frame is, is very ambitious. And I think, in fact, it betrays um, the, the, the kind of concern that, that the Australian voters have expressed um, in terms of uh, the way that the vote is trending. Um, this is a very important issue and i'd hate to think that it would be dealt with in any very quick way obviously where we are working as hard as we can to ensure that the, the, the no vote wins and therefore we're not even having to consider legislation uh and that's our key focus but you know obviously if, if there was to be a yes outcome um, to think that it could be done for christmas is very concerning because you know that really wouldn't give enough time um, for full consideration of, of of those issues we've talked about, from parental rights to freedom of speech to freedom of religion, um, so I'd be very surprised uh, and very concerned if there was that kind of um, time frame, uh, you know, being put out there as a, as, a, as a serious uh, serious option. And again, I mean, our focus is really on on, on making sure the no vote wins. So, um, you know, rather get too much into those details. Um, we really have to focus to try and do as much as we can to ensure that we don't even have to consider legislation because, uh, because of a no vote winning.
1: No doubt, Alex, some people are feeling a little bit of fatigue with quite a long debate, a long campaign process. Uh, but the pressure has to remain on right till the last minute. And uh, I note that tonight on the popular ABC program uh, Q&A, it's going to be one of the major focuses. Uh, you're aware of the lineup that's going to be on the Q&A program tonight? How do you think the debate will unfold?
0: Yeah, look, it's... it's- Uh, unfortunate uh, that that it's taken this long into the campaign I suppose to have uh, more more focus on on this issue in particular Um, obviously we can't worry about what the other side are going to do, Um, our focus is to get out there and really talk about the consequences um, that that a change in the Marriage Act would have for Australia which are are significant Um, and and, I'm sure that the team tonight will do all they can to express that Um, unfortunately the the ABC perhaps hasn't been as um, as uh, willing to to to, to, to give a, a fair air to to our position but but our people will will try and do their best and, and express clearly um, those deep concerns we have about parental rights um, and to do with radical sex education programs in the schools as a consequence of changing the marriage act uh, and the, the consequences we'll have for freedom of speech and freedom of expression. Um, as we've seen throughout the campaign a number of times no campaigners no, no campaigners being silenced. Um, no, no uh, billboards being um, uh, vandalised. Um, you know, so uh, there are significant and, and, and far-reaching consequences to this. So uh, let's hope tonight uh, gives give voice gives voice to that in, in our team who will be on that program, um, and, and we'll have a, a good discussion and, and people will better understand the consequences of this of, of a change to the Marriage Act in Australia.
1: So I think a, a free plug and encouragement to listeners to tune in to that Q&A program tonight. Uh, on the panel will be uh, the likes of Magda Jebanski, uh, the Archbishop of Sydney Glenn Davies is on the panel, so is the Liberal Party Vice President Karina Okatel and Frank Brennan, who's a Jesuit priest and law professor. Uh, So look forward to a good conversation, a lively conversation, no doubt Uh, a significant conversation. And as you say, though, I do lament along with you, Alex, uh, it is rather late in the campaign to finally have uh, some uh, heavy hitters when it comes to the churches and their positions on the whole campaign. Uh, let me just uh, say one more thing before I let you go. Of course, people have been concerned about uh, where all the finance comes for f- to uh, to actually fund a campaign like this. Uh, I know that there's been some significant donations, uh, even a million-dollar donation that came from the Anglican Church. No doubt other church bodies have also made donations. Uh, Your encouragement, Alex, uh, for people listening who are thinking, will I or won't I? I might not have made a donation yet. What's your encouragement to people to actually continue some financial support behind this campaign?
0: Oh, look, it's, it's essential that we continue to get that strong support. And obviously there's been some great donations, as you've mentioned already. But there's just so so many costs involved in, in getting out um, a, a clear voice uh, on the no side. Um, you know, it's very expensive. The ads that have been put out, obviously on television, that's garnered so much attention, are expensive, and, and the efforts that go to put those together and to run the campaigns, you can imagine, is extremely uh, expensive. So we're very grateful to all those people who have donated so far. Lots of mums and dads have been giving, you know, um, considerable amounts in terms of you know um, their own uh, their own income and. And, and and in terms of a household budget so we're very appreciative of those donations that have been made uh, and of course we just encourage people to keep those up and and give as much as they can we only get one go at this so you know we need to make sure that we're doing all we can to ensure that there's a no outcome um you know if it's a yes outcome we will we'll lose control of how this really um goes forward uh, essentially um so it's really important that we continue those donations and, and, and people can uh, do what they can to, to to provide money to the campaign. Um, in these last final days, it's not over by any stretch. And I suppose that's the key message to get out to people that, that, that it, you know, it is the last week, but it's not over. And every day counts. You know, Every moment counts. Those who are willing to, to volunteer or have got some time this week, I'd really encourage them to get in contact with the Coalition for Marriage. Um, and, and, you know, there's a range of things they can be doing to help the campaign. Um, so, you know, please uh, don't think it's over. It's not. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, you know, so, I really encourage people to give of their time and their money, depending on what they can do. Uh, and, and hopefully, we'll see a strong uh, no outcome, as we believe that's the best thing for Australia uh, when you really consider all the issues here um, in question.
1: It's not over until that last vote is counted. And I'll encourage listeners uh, to visit the Coalition for Marriage website. Simply Google. Coalition for Marriage, and you'll find all the latest developments there. In fact, listed uh, it's good resource for understanding. You can download the Freedom Team app, and uh, there's an awful lot of people, hundreds of thousands, even up to a million Australians who've downloaded the Freedom Team app. Uh, you can do that, and you'll find a link for that on the Coalition for Marriage website. Uh, Alex Sidhu, uh, who's a spokesman for the Coalition for Marriage. Alex, thanks so much for updating us today here on 2020.